At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Uh. Check it out now. Uh. No doubt now. Uh. Thursday morning, December 23rd, 2021. Festivus for the rest of us. Megapod, week 16, National Football League, live from the D. It's Gil Alexander. Glad you could join us from our home at the D with our big shield table and a packed crowd here uh, the day before Christmas Eve <laughs> and Christmas Day. Mike Palm, the Vice President of Operations Circus Sports, Derek, uh, Derek Stevens Conciliary. By the way, thanks for having Derek on with us. How about, his, he, how about he, he called the Lions outright over the Cardinals? He did. He called it. He did call it. Todd Wishnev from his mom's cork attic in Pittsburgh, PA. How you doing, Toddy? Wearing a collared shirt? Hey. Hey. Thanks for wearing a collared hey. shirt. Hey. He's being stupid. And ladies and gentlemen, what? Um, our what rotating guest on the Megapod, Jeff Parlay, producer number five and eight of the numbers game, the Grover Cleveland producers, and also the host of Bet Center on Christmas Day, Christmas Day afternoonish uh, at Vicent. Four hours on Christmas Day from young Jeff Parlay, who, by the way, goes by the name Jeff Parles when he does Bet Center. How you doing, Jeffrey? Thanks for being here. A man, a man of many names, apparently, yeah. now, Gil. And, uh, Every Saturday, no, not just Every Saturday. not not just not yes. just Christmas Day. I just happen to be alone, and I happen to have multiple segments with Young Gill on, uh, the on Jews, Christmas Day. The Mike. Jews it's have big, to volunteer. We we volunteer uh, on Christmas. Are you Day. coming into studio? No, oh, no, that was it. Come on, come on now. I'm not <laughs> like crazy. I'm not, I'm not. Are not, you are you leaving town? Are you going to San Francisco? No, no, no I'll be here. Stay here. But I'll, you know, I used to do that when I was at KML. I used yeah. to volunteer for shifts on Christmas. It's the least we could do. So at least we could do. We don't celebrate the Christmas. So you day. work on Yom Kippur, but yet you will, you won't work, but you will no. work on Christmas. Wow. I'm not sure where they contradict. I don't know I'm what I'm sure talking. I'm not sure the contradiction I was. There, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what I'm. I don't know what I'm saying actually. <laughs> uh, okay, Mikey. First off, we're down to 16 in Survivor, and we have the Christmas three-game fest about to happen. 
What are the deadlines on all of these? That's a very interesting point, Gil. If you're using either the 49ers or the Titans tonight, it's got to be before kick. I'd get it in before 515 um, because it'll shut off in the computer. Not actually when the kick, but whenever the game is, is scheduled to go in the computer in the, in the software. If you're not, if you're using one of the Saturday games, your deadline is 10 p.m. Pacific Friday night, 1 a.m. Eastern Saturday morning. And then there's a nine-hour window. If you right. survive this three-game window, on your phone, at the counter, on the kiosk, it will populate your survivor at midnight, Saturday night into Sunday morning, and the picks must be in by 9 a.m. Wow. Yep, hour before kick. No one's going to mess this up, right? No, you There's can't. only 16. Yeah, there's only 16. There's Three, only 16. $375,000 <laughs> intrinsic value. 16 entries out of 4,080. Nobody has no multiple double. entries anymore. Mm, nope. 16 people. And so what's interesting about this, and again, this is like the Thanksgiving quirk where there were three games. What's interesting is most of us who were in this were sort of earmarking Arizona as the team to save. But that has obviously changed as Arizona has fallen on hard times. And the real team, the real advantage is that eight of those remaining 16 have Green Bay left. What are the odds that eight don't take Green Bay? I mean, I put it as high. I would be shocked if there aren't I'd all eight. I'd be shocked. Yes. It's going to be 100%. It has, it has to be. be. It has, has to, to be 100%. All eight have to take yeah. yeah. That's your advantage. But then now where do you go? No Colts. No one has the Colts left. So if you don't have Green Bay, if you're one of those eight people, do you go 49ers, Titans, or Cardinals? Those are your three choices. I would take San Francisco tonight. That's what I would do. I just with those offensive line injuries for Tennessee, I think San Francisco's D line is going to dominate the game. I know Gill already has the Titans getting three and a half in, in his account. I know AJ Brown is back, but I think San Francisco's defense is going to be too much tonight. I, I don't think you can properly evaluate Tennessee. I think they've they've tried to replace what Derrick Henry gave him with a short passing game. The only problem is they didn't have Julio Jones or AJ Brown most of this time. Now they do, so I think that that mitigates the offensive line trouble. But we'll see. Some people just have it, a strict policy they don't take road teams, and that would forbid them from taking Tennessee so then you, or from San Francisco, so then you're left with Tennessee or Arizona. I don't like Arizona at all. I think the Colts will be favored by the time they kick that game. So I, I, I would be forced, if I didn't play a road team, to take Tennessee in the game. The answer is it's an impossible choice. Mm -hmm. It's a Hobson's choice. Hobson's choice. I love that. Yeah. Good mm -hmm. knowledge. Hobson's choice. Is that Butch Hobson from the Red Sox? Yes, 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 it is. yes, yes. Thank you. Named after Butch Hobson. How'd you know? Uh, I thought it was that. I wasn't or or sure. was it after Dennis Hobson and they just uh, spelled it wrong? One or the other. Was it Dennis Hobson? Did he play ball? Hobson. Ohio State. Basketball player. Yeah. Ohio State. Dennis Hobson. I think he was in there with Granville Waiters somewhere during Granville's 18 <laughs> years in Columbus. Granville Waiters, the last NBA player that didn't shave the head. He just decided I'm going to let it grow cool. out on my sides and I'm going to have a huge bald spot on, bald head yeah. on top. And he was starting to bald while he was still in Columbus. I think he was there that long. But yes. If, that's... Well, he played early Jordan. Yeah. He was on the court with Jordan. Granville Waiters. He had a COVID year at Ohio State, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then, Todd, how did we do last week on oh. this here show? Oh, I well, I just, oh. I want to say it was a Christmas festivist miracle because Michael Palm took it real bad. Last week, he went 0-3 oh. with the Brownies, which he did not deserve to lose, with the Miami Dolphins, which he probably deserved to lose, and the over 46-and-a-half in Atlanta, San Francisco, which Whoa. was one of the worst well, losses horrible. that you'll ever have. They had about 100 million points <laughs> in the third quarter, and then all of a sudden, I could see it coming from a mile away. I was, Mikey, I was rooting against you the whole fourth quarter. I was like, come on. 
every time my, uh, uh, Matty Ice would get it inside the 10 with his Philip Rivers Jr. impersonation, I was like, Mikey's going to be real upset when he doesn't get it in here. <laughs> and you ended up with an 0 and 3. Just to, to move you. Just to be accurate about that before you give the records, uh, Atlanta went for it down 18. Well, first of all, fourth and goal at the 1. Two and a half minutes into the game, right? Yeah, you think you were going to knock them out, knock the 49ers out with a touchdown early? Take the points. Just kick the field Just goal. Just kick it. You ran it, ran it, didn't get it in, kick the field no, goal. Not only that, Cordero Patterson was in the end zone on Multiple first down. Times. He was on first down. <laughs> and they, exactly. On first down. And they reversed it to no touchdown. He, By the way, they, they blew it on second and third down, also from the goal line. Cordero Patterson stuffed on third down. And so then they go for it fourth and one, and they miss. Then uh, fourth uh, – down 18, 31 to 13, fourth and one at the eight, 1042 left. They failed to convert. Then fourth and goal at the one, down 31 to 13. They failed to convert. It is an 18 point deficit. Like, you have to have three scores. The one with 12 minutes left is unforgivable. unforgivable. You've got to get it down to two scores. Kick the field goal. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, like, but, anyways, I was laughing my head off. Every time on third and six, they'd get five yards. No, it was impossible. Not only that, but, by the way, on top of what? On top of what happened to Mikey in his regular picks, in his teaser pick, he has the Carolina Panthers plus 17. It's fourth and two. They're down 10 from the 11-yard line. And the the Bills could either kick the field goal to go up 13, or they could just run it into the line to get the first down, or run it in the line. No one get the first down. Instead, they fake it and throw a little dinker pass for the touchdown, and they lose by 17. So it was everything that could possibly go wrong. My good friend Mikey Palm went wrong, so he pushed his teaser as well. So anyways... Uh, Gilly had a nice week. Uh, the Woofties heard him at the end, but yeah. me and Gil both won. Somehow we both won with the Bengals there, Gil. Um, you know, late in the first half, there was a huge, huge situation huge. where Denver missed the field goal. Yes. And and then the Bengals got a lucky field goal. And then it was, you know, at that point I was thought, okay, now we're gonna well, we're gonna cover this. Well, so game, let's, you let's know? just let's give the details on that. So McManus misses a fifty-one yard field goal with about 17 seconds left, somewhere in that pocket. And I just figured... In the first half. First half, because I just thought right. the Bengals... I had the Bengals' first half. I was like, oh, thank God he missed it. Oh, my God, I'm going to get the push. I had the money line. And it was tied at three apiece, and he right. missed it. Three, I'm like, three. woo, push, yes. So I kind of lose my you know, attention, and I'm doing something else. And all of a sudden, like, I hear the announcer going, ah, big pass from Burrow. I'm like, wait, they, they ran a play? Not only they run a play, it's like a 17 or I think it was a 19-yard pass play. Mm -hmm. He gets McPherson a 58-yard attempt, and he sinks it. It would have been good from like 65. Oh, McPherson was incredible in Denver. We incredible. think about that game against Green Bay where he missed all the kick. He's been great oh, this he's year. Great. I, he really had one <laughs> yeah. bad quarter yes. the entire mm -hmm. season, mm -hmm. and it's the one everyone remembers. Yeah. And, and, and to Guild, to your point, I, I – I had legitimately gotten up from my chair Me too. and got back and saw, wait a second, yes. they're lining up for a field goal. What happened here? Uh, but look, that's just that's just Fanny Pack Vic and in his glory there getting us that extra three and who in also, the end uh, who also blew it at the end of the game. Oh, totally blew it at he the end of the game. He blew the timeouts because Cincinnati so Cincinnati's up fifteen to ten, the eventual final score at the end of the game. And Fangio ended up calling a timeout too early. And so Cincinnati ended up with a fourth down at the two-minute warning. Denver had no timeouts. Had Fangio used it earlier, 
uh, Cincinnati would have had to have run their fourth down play prior to the to the two minute warning, and they would have had two minutes to work with. Instead, he just completely screwed the Broncos, screwed his own team. But and they weren't going to score anyways. Doesn't you know. matter. Doesn't matter. The right. point no, is you, uh, no, I'm with yeah. you. No, 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 I'm with you about all that. I'm just saying we know the Broncos. They weren't getting a touchdown. And anyways, they weren't getting a touchdown and a two point conversion to beat us. Todd, they had the greatest drive in the history of the league at the end of the game, down five, where they went backwards <laughs> and then lock fired the ball 50 yards out of bounds on fourth and 18. But, you know, we were talking about this, uh, Matt Brown and I on primetime. It's like we, we both had the Bengals, too. And when Locke came in the game, Locke is just scary enough where you're not really thrilled with it, where you're like, that guy, He when he's bad, he's bad. But when he's good, he's kind of really good, too. There's variance. There's yeah, variance. Huge There's variance huge variance. So, <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, you felt bad for Teddy Bridgewater who got knocked down in the third quarter. But that was not a... That was not a, you know, a happy thing to see Locke come in. Anyway, I'm sorry I interrupted you, but so we ended up both. Anyways, anyways, so you went 2-1, and one, Gilly. To now, Gilly Ice moves into first place at 21-24. and 24. Mikey at 19-25-1, and, and I am a half game man. behind Mikey at 19-26. and 26. We are struggling. Uh, I believe I told you. One other thing. One other thing. Can I just give a shout-out to whoever, and Mike probably knows the name of the referee, but whoever the referee was at the end of the Bears game, I had the Bears plus 11. Scott I had the Novak. Bears plus I had Bears uh, plus 15. And uh, the Bears plus 15 was already in. But I had Bears plus 11, and every time they get down there in the fourth quarter, they had like a 1,000 chances to cut it from 14 to 7 or 14 to 8 or whatever it is. And at the way end, they threw that touchdown. By the way, that... And, and by the way, the touchdown helped me, and, and I won. That was not a touchdown. The guy did – he bobbled the ball. Did you, did you see the last play? Yeah. What, a quick, what a quick review it was, though. I mean, they like went Just, to the reviewing, and all of a sudden they popped the score up final. Yeah. They gave him the touchdown. Yeah. Well, no, they, they said they changed the, the – I think it was a New York deal where they it changed it on the field before the review. So they said they said they really should have reviewed it. Right. But they, they changed it on the field, and they said, first, no touchdown. They said, no, on the field, the score is a touchdown, and then we're not reviewing it, which, you know, I was I was going crazy, hallelujah, that, that I get the cover. But, you know, a cover you certainly deserve. If you have the Bears at plus 11 on the end game at that point, the Bears were inside the, you know, the 10-yard line of Minnesota in the fourth quarter, like, I don't a know, a hundred times. times. It was unbelievable. Yeah, Cousins yeah. threw for 77 <laughs> yards. I mean, 87 it was, whatever. Yards. I mean, it was a joke. Yeah. It, it was. <laughs> Think about it. We've had winning quarterbacks now. Wow. Cousins threw for 87. Carson Wentz threw for 57 in that win over the uh, Colts. And then most famously, Mac Jones threw for 19 <laughs> in that game against the Bills. Wow. It's the greatest thing ever. Oh, swirling, 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 swirling. I forgot. What you didn't understand <laughs> was that I was swirling Wentz. Cousins yeah. does everything he can yeah. do to, to, to help oh, stay yeah. on so game. But anyways, what are the teaser okay. records? Teaser yeah, records. What are the teasers? The teaser, the teaser records. Gilly moves to seven, seven, and one. Mikey is also seven, seven, and one, and I am nine and six. Ooh. So that's where we are on the teaser. Okay. So hopefully we can turn it around here. It's a looks tough to me this week again. So we'll see. All right. Let's, uh, let's uh, talk about Thursday the game tonight. Uh, any plays here? I already have. The Titans plus three and a half. I'm on the Titans. I think uh, the return of A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, by the way, who can't finish games with hamstring problems, but apparently is fine to go here tonight. I actually think that's a huge thing. I know that the Titans are without two of their offensive linemen, including Taylor Luan. But you get, when it was three and a half, I grabbed it. Uh, I think the Titans are extremely hard to evaluate because their last three losses, they've been minus 13 in turnovers. Minus 13. They held the Steelers to 12 first downs and 168 total yards. Their defense has been playing well. So I like the Titans tonight. Todd, you have any thoughts on this one? 
I lean Titans too because I like. I, I'm not going to play it, but I lean Titans just because I like Vrabel in this kind of scenario where you know he's playing a, a good team. They're at home. Jimmy G, who knows what you're going to get? He could you know throw three accidental picks and they drop him or they catch him. I don't know. This just this just smells to me like Titans at home plus three sounds like a lot to get. So I, if I anything, I'd lean on the Titans. They're showing game six of the uh, World Series between the uh, Cubs and the Indians up here. I'll take, uh, I'll take, I think, uh, the Cubs. I'm not sure. <laughs> Addison, Addison Russell Grand Slam later in the game. Yeah. I'll, I'll bet this that. Is, uh, Arietta, right? Arietta come back in one game six for them? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember who started that game. All, all fake tough guy, Jake Arietta. Fake, <laughs> fake tough guy. All I, all I remember is Rajai Davis's. Seven, game seven home run, three-run homer to tie it up off of Chapman. Chapman, Chapman yeah. with a choked-up two-strike bat. Yep. Would have been, if Cleveland had held on, would have been one of the greatest moments in modern baseball history. And no one talks about it anymore because they lost. Yeah, no, 100% agree with you there, Gil. And then that was, what a, what, a, what a great baseball game that was. Oh, I was it really was. Kind of like the sport peaked <laughs> in, yeah. at that exact moment. So great. Uh, okay, you guys, Mike, any thought on the game? Yeah, I like it over. You do? I hmm. do like it over. I think San Francisco is moving the ball despite Garoppolo, right? I mean, to me, when I watch Jimmy Garoppolo, it's like the angle of the football when he throws it, right? I mean, he he, he gets the angle wrong coming out of his hand, and it can go way high. It can oh, go his way. Re his release. He release, yeah, but the, the angle of the football when he releases it, like the, the nose of the football, you got to watch that because he gets out of kilter with it, and then and it takes him a while. But. I think both these teams, I, I agree with Gil. I think Tennessee will be able to move the ball tonight a little bit on San Francisco. And to Todd's point, Garoppolo can score for both teams. You know, yeah. he can he can do that. So I'm going to go back to the well bet in a 49ers game over. This is my third best bet, Todd. Oh. Over 44 and a half. Over 44 and a half Titans. I'm going to make the Titans plus three my third as well. Now it's not three and a half, which I have in my account, but I'll take, yeah. I'll take the plus three as my third best. Tennessee plus three? Yes, sir. Okay. Jeff, your thoughts. Tennessee plus three. Yeah, no, no, no official play here. I would lean to the Niners. They're just playing so well. The only concern, I understand getting Brown back is a big deal for the Titans, but the big issue more than anything for San Francisco is that travel on a short week. We're going two time zones. It's about as long as they're going to make a team travel on a short week. Uh, so a little bit of a concern there, but in the end, I, I just think the Niners are much better than the Titans at the moment, even with Brown and Jones playing. Uh, talk to me when Derrick Henry's back in two, in, in two, three weeks for Tennessee, and it's a whole different story then. Tennessee, one of these teams that can still get a number one seed. They can still be knocked out of the playoffs uh, in the AFC. All right, let's start with the best bets then. Uh, Jeff, you are the guest. Jeff Parles, ladies and gentlemen, parlay your number one best bet would be? Well, as we sat down, because we can't go more than five minutes without COVID news at yes. this point, yes. uh, my number one play is going to stay despite the bad news against the side I like. Dalvin Cook is on the COVID list. Dalvin Cook is unvaccinated, oh, no. so he is not going to be able to play. Jesus. But, Gil, as you've mentioned in the past, they have as good of a backup as anyone mm -hmm. behind Dalvin Cook, and he was just activated yesterday from the COVID list. Alexander so Madison. Alexander Madison is going to be able to go, and they play the Rams. They're getting three. We're starting to see. We're going to see a three and a half on this game, I would imagine, uh, soon. Uh, behind us, uh, three minus one fifteen on the Rams. So uh, hopefully we see a three and a half. But even at three, 
I like Minnesota in this game, getting the points against the Rams. Are you seeing the line on this anywhere right now? Though? I'm seeing it in a, I'm seeing it in, in spots. You guys, I still, see threes. Yeah, okay, I still three. see threes three. um, on this. Uh, I know off the board in some spots. Yeah. Um, but I would imagine what Cook's going to mean a half point, a point at most. So I, look, it, it's good at good at three, good at three and a half. Obviously, better at four. Uh, but look, I, even though the Rams beat Arizona two weeks ago, you have to take that win with a grain of salt after what we saw from Arizona against Detroit. And what we saw, really, Arizona was 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 backtracking a little bit leading in to that loss against the Rams. And Minnesota, they're playing for the playoff lives. If they lose a game, now the news in New Orleans kind of makes that a little, little more complicated, that race. But if they lose a game, it's hard for them to get in because Philadelphia probably is going to be his big favorite this week, going to be favored on the road in Washington next week. And then Dallas might not play their guys week 18. So... Uh, I like Minnesota plus the three. That would be my number one for this week. Yeah. Can, so what? Can you, I just say also something? The, the running backs the, make absolutely no difference. Correct. Did you see the Tennessee running backs? Foreman uh, running for like a million yards against the Steelers. The, if the, if there are holes, there are holes. Najee Harris is a fantastic Wait a running back. Wait a there minute. are Wait a no minute. holes. Wait a minute. Okay. If Tim, you, you, if there you, are holes, you pick the wrong example. The one team where it does matter is the Tennessee Titans. I, no, I understand. Yeah. I know Derek Henry is yeah. is a standout. And he, all I'm trying to say is the best running back is like 10 to 20 percent better than the, the the worst running back. Whereas other positions, it can be 60 and 70 percent better. Yes, that's all I'm Gen trying to say. And Derrick Henry yes. might, and Derrick Henry might be the number one running back who's better than all other running backs, and he's a 1.2 versus everybody else is a one. Uh, you, you agree with what I'm saying? I, I agree, generally speaking, with what you're saying. Yes, that running back is not a is not a super important position. But there are outliers everywhere, and Derrick Henry would be the one outlier. Uh, the I only use the example of Foreman just because it shows that Tennessee has a good line. And that's why it's another reason why Derrick Henry looks so good. Now, granted, he's fantastic. Let me but get, I'm just saying, I think. Let me get yeah, back on, on, on point here. What, what Jeff was referring to, in case those who missed it, and again, we're doing this Thursday morning, and every moment there's a different bit of COVID news. So he's talking about Dalvin Cook is on the COVID list. Alexander Madison came back off the COVID list onto the team yesterday. What what we were referring to with the Saints is that in case you missed it this morning, Trevor Simeon first was announced on the COVID list for the New Orleans Saints. And then about a, two hours later, we'd say, Taysom Hill was placed on the COVID list, which means that the New Orleans Saints on Monday night, a game of two seven and sevens playing each other, Ian Book <laughs> is going to be the Saints starting quarterback on Monday night. So that game, Mikey is, probably loves him. That game is yeah. completely off the board. He couldn't even score against Clemson in the semifinal. Ian Book. Ian Book. Clown. Uh, <laughs> he, Clown. So he's off. So so there's no line Clown. in some places for Minnesota. Some places there are, but there is no line anywhere for the New Orleans Miami game. Uh, Mikey, your first best bet. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, or piggytail off what you did uh, about Drew Locke. And I like the Raiders this week. I I don't see how Denver can win this game. The Raiders... Through fortune here, I mean, the Browns too scared to go play action or throw a pass on third down. I mean, to, you know, if you listen to Stefanski's comments the next day about you would have thought, we, you know, we would have given Mullins the ball and tried to make four yards. He said that. Yes, he said that. I, uh, got, I got something before you continue with this. So I brought yeah. this up on a numbers game yesterday. I was vegging out between shows and Around the Horn was on. Mm. And they did a pretty much an entire segment on how they couldn't believe that the Browns didn't go for it on fourth and three at their own 30. And I watched it in horror, and I'm just like, what are they talking about? They had a third-string quarterback, and I know Nick Mullins played well, but he's still your third-string quarterback. If you don't get the three yards there, the Raiders are automatically in field goal position, and they can actually gain yards and get a better field goal. Yes, I get it. They they punted, and yes, I get it that Carr got it them downfield, and yes, I get it that Carlson hit the game-winning field goal. But we've gotten to the point now. I have so I have two huge pet peeves now. We've gotten to the point that people who rail against analytics have no fucking idea what they're talking about because they don't even know what analytics is and what analytics isn't. Right? They're like, oh, it's analytics. For every time, listen, I'm an analytics guy. They should have punted. I'm an analytics guy. I'm I'm pro field goals in lots of situations. What you're talking about half the time is not analytics. The other thing that I'm, that I'm seeing with this around the horn thing is people think it's cool to go on fourth. People think now who aren't into analytics think that it's correct to go on fourth down every time now. And I'm watching around the horn. I'm like, of course they should have punted the football. What are you guys talking about? They lost the game. Remember after the holding penalty or whatever it was, or man downfield, they didn't tackle them. He could, they, they let him get like yeah, 10 yards they, and get out of bounds. They, that was they, the they, game they, that, right that was, there. That was yeah. the biggest. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good point, Mike, because that has been completely forgotten where Foster Moreau was down and tackled. You could have had him tackled inbounds, inbounds. for a five-yard game yeah. with the clock yes. running. Instead, yes. they did they did the little forward, yep. a, a shoulder shiver that didn't work. The yeah. Tiptoed the sidelines, got an extra 70 yards, and got out, out of bounds. bounds. Yeah. And look, the other thing is, too, like as soon as you knew that you were getting inside 55 yards, you knew Carlson was making the yeah. kick. Yeah, he's money. Yeah. What do you have, Todd? You have can, can, I also ask, can, I, can I also ask you, how can uh, Harbaugh, when he when he gets the touchdown to go down eight, of all the people that would do the new the I new am, go I for agree. two thing, he decides not to go for two. Yeah. That screwed me big time. Well, but it's like I don't I have no idea what this guy is, is doing. Sometimes he is, sometimes he isn't. I, I have no idea what's going on. Correct. And so that's that. His his was the cleanest example of what I'm talking about. How people who rail against analytics have no idea what they're talking about because they don't even understand what analytics are. Going for two down eight. That's analytics. Going for two at the end of the game to try to win it down one is just a coach's coin flip decision. 
That's not analytics. So there's like, we have people say, oh, analytics. It's not analytics. You don't even know what you're, you're screaming about. Right. Right. In fact, how did he make the decision? He went over. They have him on NFL um, Mike. Yeah. Hey, guys, you want to go for it? Uh, yeah, I think we can get it. Yeah. Okay, let's go for let's it. Let's go do for it. it. <laughs> but, but, everything, but everything that goes wrong is analytics, and everything that goes right is take that analytics. I thought, <laughs> Give me a fucking break. I thought that if Baltimore had scored with 15 seconds left, I have no problem with the decision. But even if he makes it too, Rodgers is 41 seconds in a timeout. You're not out of the woods. You're probably losing exactly. either way. In all honesty, Mike, I, just just because Rodgers, what, they, they, they a timeout, two left for yeah, Green Bay? Like, I, you know he's getting yeah. in field goal range. It's just a matter of Crosby's, Crosby's going to make the it. Yeah. Yeah. You and I agree, though, on one thing, which is the Chiefs-Chargers game, because that was the first game this week that brought up all of this. Yeah. I loved all of Brandon Staley's plays. I really did, except for... The one at the half end of the time. first half. No advantage to leave him at the one. The, the kick, half's over. Kick <laughs> the field goal and go up seven. Yeah. And you get the ball back again. Like, stop it. Stop it. But on top kick. of that, Gil, but on top of that, how can you make a, 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 any determinations about analytics or not analytics of, on three plays? It's meaningless. You need to see 3,000 plays or 300 plays. What happens on fourth and goal from the three right. to 100 times? Then come back and tell me. Don't tell me. And by the way, had he made them all, that wasn't the right decision either. Right. You have to look at the math. And the math is the math. It's not analytics, folks. It's math. Correct. So if you look at math and it says shows 300 times they went for it and it, you get a better expected value by going for it, that's what we're talking yeah. about. And it doesn't mean he's wrong because he – by the way, you could flip a coin and get seven heads in a row. Would you still want to play a game where you gave me a dollar ten for every heads and a dollar for every tails? No, you wouldn't. <laughs> yep. So it's ridiculous. Yeah. This whole discussion is is ridiculous. Well, because we're getting a cottage industry now, Todd. The reason that it that it's it's so ridiculous is that we're getting sorry for cursing, but that's how ridiculous it is. And we're allowing this to spread like wildfire, like it's intelligent radio, and it's not. And I wish we would stop. Is that we have this cottage industry of people who think they're the cool guys saying how analytics is stupid, and they don't even they don't even understand what analytics are. How about just say math? And yeah, they don't even understand math. what it is, and it's like this: oh, you're cooler than we are. No, you're the one who can't see two sides of it. It's the analytics people who actually can see both sides: what's correct and what's not. And I'm so tired of this. By the way, Jason, you can cut out about five of those, but leave a couple in. <laughs> No, but the, the bottom line is you could. It doesn't prove anything because Brandon Staley missed it three times. You're right, on fourth it doesn't time. prove that nothing. proves nothing. Does that prove if if I flip a coin and I get three heads, does it mean that this coin will only get heads for the rest of time? The most, I mean, it's so ridiculous. By the way, it's not cool if you're in the media and you're taking the approach that you're you're tired of that. You're you're not good at your job. You don't have to agree with it, but you have to know what is and what is in analytics. Thank I, you. I'm I, done. I was on. I was on uh, this morning, uh, the, the morning show before yours, and one of my no hyperboles was specifically Arthur Smith not kicking the field goal down 18. I'm with you. Should have kicked it. One of the hosts that's filling in said, said to me, I'm with you. I don't like this analytics. But that's not what I was saying. I was talking about that specific situation. But then why don't you bring? Why don't you raise your voice and say that exactly to them? Very, very hard out there, and I, and I still had, <laughs> I still had three more to get to. There was a very hard very out coming hard in six out. minutes, <laughs> and I still had three more to get to. No, the, well, the, 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 going back to the Atlanta game for a second, because the one thing, and I agree with both of you that yeah. they should have kicked down yeah. by eighteen. Yeah. 
they were in the one situation where legitimately the, every freaking time they got it to fourth and one. Yes. Which was the only time that Arthur Smith the was worst going thing to consider in the world. going for it. I've talked about this before. The it's the it's the uh, the cruel trick of getting all the yards but one. Yeah. Right? Because it makes you you would have kicked a field goal if it was fourth it, it, and sure. If Matt Ryan throws every other pass he threw in that game yeah. wide and high and incomplete, yeah. you see Koo out there to get the yeah. field goal to right. get it to a field goal. Who's automatic, game. by the yeah. way. Yeah, it, it wasn't missing. Who's automatic. And but because it's the cruel trick of getting every yard but one, it all of a sudden changes changes your entire thinking with these yep. coaches. They're like, oh, we're going for it. Let's go. I don't should, care for it. You should 18. trademark that. The Which cruel one? trick of getting every yard but one. The cruel trick. Yeah. It is. It's like almost it. like that uh, grievances segment that, that turned into no hyperbole. It's I hope, I hope like Todd, that you took you took some solace in the fact that the, the progeny of grievances, like the Catholics are the progeny of the Jews, uh, won the Mitchie Award for best segment. Yes, oh and, and I was, uh, I was uh, <laughs> still talking about the Mitchie. Yeah, overcoming, overcoming two of the uh, numbers can't, game Mount Rushmore in doing can't, so. Cash the ticket on can't, the Mitchie mention. Wait. <laughs> There's awards named after the show that he's on. <laughs> By the way, me getting 30% of, uh, of an award that is named after oh, you, the show. Oh, you, you went over. I, you hit the over I, there. I, I Congratulations, Gil. Yes. I, I feel so great about it. I can't tell you how much I I told Stormy this morning. I said, I almost put my guys in the desert winning best PM show in no hyperbole. She said, what? You and Stormy, you were guys were very serious about. She that. was. I had no idea. She ambushed me. I didn't know she would call on the whole VGK Disney Empire to take me down. Mikey, no one was more serious than you were. No, no. I found out I'm the first person to win four Mitchies, Jeff. Oh, I wouldn't boy. have known that, but someone pointed that well, out. Uh, <laughs> what, what, did you point it out to yourself? I rest my no, case. I did. No, he pointed I it out to himself. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I'm the. I won the. I won the last eight Toddy Awards. You know, you were in a category. Did you even the, know that? Yes. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. I, the, the, can we the, move on? I don't know. I'd be, intri I, Gil, <laughs> yes, I'd be intrigued on. on the Hot Toddy Awards. That would be, uh, Did you, be fun. Yes. Did yeah. you give your uh, your pick then full dissertation? Yeah, he's going it? with the Raiders. Pick, is it a pick, Todd? What do you have the number at? I see some ones Raiders and some pick. pick. Okay. Yeah, okay. Raiders, Raiders pick. pick. Yeah. Todd, you're number one. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Woofties. Wow. Um, wow. Dallas huh. Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys don't really uh, impress me. So you beat up on all these teams that are completely decimated. You beat the Giants. You beat Washington. Uh, you beat New Orleans. Now you're going to go and give uh, how many? Ten and a half points. Do you guys have ten and a half or ten? Uh, what do you ten, have? And across, ten and a half across the board on my screen. Okay. So I'm going to go with the Wifties plus ten and a half. I think hopefully Heineke is back to play for them. And uh, I just, you know, it's an NFL game. It's a lot of points in an NFL game. And I don't think the Wolfies are that bad. You know, I mean, even with their, you know, 14th string quarterback, they hung in that game against the Eagles for a while. Uh, and uh, I'll take the, the Wolfies plus 10 and a half. Yeah, the point is it wasn't even their 14th string quarterback. They literally had to sign a dude off another team's practice squad. Like, I mean, I talk with all my Washington football fan friends. We don't even know how to feel afterwards. It's like, really, we're going to look back on this season. We're like, remember we played a game in the middle of a playoff race with a dude from another team's practice. <laughs> what happened to the kid from Vanderbilt? I thought he was going to be the quarterback. Uh, Shermer? He's yeah. terrible. Fritz, uh, Shermer's son, right? Pat Shermer's yeah, son. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Shermer. Yeah. I thought that he was in line to, to get the start. I was in line. The Steelers <laughs> once played this. 
You know, a great organization, the Pittsburgh Steelers, once played a game with a guy named Duck at quarterback for a numerous games they in did. a row. He's Duck. better than Mason Rudolph, okay, Todd? <laughs> Duck Hodges <laughs> is better than Mason Rudolph. <laughs> They're both bad. <laughs> uh, my number one, we already said, was the Titans. So we're up to number two, Jeff. See, now this is where this gets difficult because we have no idea who's going to test positive for COVID next and miss these games. We also don't know if guys are going to clear. Like, we still don't know if Baker Baker Mayfield is still on the list. Or Case Keenum. We don't don't know. So, this is not a pick, but I just want to bring something up on the New Orleans-Miami game because the lines are off the board when we're recording this with no Taysom Hill and no Trevor Simeon. Malcolm Perry is on that roster. Malcolm Perry is one of the best quarterbacks ever to play at Navy. Wouldn't you think Sean Payton would be smart enough to get a package I bet at on, a bare minimum on Malcolm Perry? I in this bet game? on Malcolm Perry many times in college. He was awesome. So just throwing that out there yeah. uh, 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 as a possibility, because uh, I'm, I'm in Mikey's camp on Ian Book. That guy yeah. is. So Malcolm Perry would play the Taysom Hill role in this game. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. He is on the roster, so yeah. that, that is at least worth a look there. Uh, potentially do they have time to install the triple option? They, 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 they do have an extra day. It's three Monday, days, right? Yeah. Three days. Why, why the hell not at this point? Uh, I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles laying nine and a half as my next pick against the Giants. Um, I, I just, the Giants. I, I don't have nine and a half. I, I'll lay ten then. That's fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the number is. Uh, I know Sirianni's out with COVID. I know there could be some more COVID concerns. Uh, but the Giants are just so unfathomably awful on offense at this point. Uh, I, I don't care if it's Glennon. I don't care if it's Fromm. Uh, it doesn't matter. They're not moving the ball against Philadelphia's defense, who I thought, again, I know it was Garrett Gilbert. But even before that, other than the first half against the Jets, it played very well for the last month or so. Uh, and, and look, Jalen Hurts had the worst game he's had all year against the Giants the first time. He was clearly injured in that game. And when he's been healthy, though, over the last six weeks, Jalen Hurts has showed pretty well. Uh, And the Eagles need this game in order to stay in the playoff hunt. Now with the news in New Orleans, they have a real chance of getting the seventh seed. So I don't care if it's nine and a half, ten. Whatever the number you'll give me, Todd, I'll lay it with Philadelphia against the Giants. Wow. Mike Glennon and Jake Fromm, ladies and gentlemen. Daniel Jones shut down for the season. Mikey, number two. I, I have the same pick. Yes, your number Eagles two? Eagles minus 10. So that's your one or your two? That's my two, and we already he gave only my has three. A two left. I only yeah. have a two left. Yeah, I can't me, trade up or down. Yeah, me and Mikey are going the opposite yeah. direction as you guys because yeah. Tennessee was my three. Todd, you're number two. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to – I hate to do this, but I'm going to – I'm taking Denver. I mean, I, I don't like betting oh. with those idiots, uh, with wow. that Fangio guy. I wow. can't stand him. Uh, I just think that the, the Raiders – are not a good team and they constantly do dumb things. Now, granted, they won the game the other night, but you know what this, so they beat Mullins. I mean, when does Mullins is an NFL, he's not an NFL quarterback in my opinion. And they barely, you know, held on for that game. The three games prior to that, they got crushed by Kansas city. The Woofties beat him at home. Uh, they did have that miracle game against Dallas, but uh, you know I just don't believe in the Raiders. And to me, this is going to be one of those who cannot lose it versus who can win it. And I think Denver's a little bit better at not losing it. And as we know in the NFL, a lot of it is just don't lose the game, let the other team lose the game. And that's why I'm going to take uh, Denver Pickham. You're taking Lock over Carr. I'm taking Lock over Carr. Yes. And we still don't have a Derek. I don't like Lock. We still don't By the have way, a, I can't stand him. 
We don't have a Darren Waller update yet, do we? It's not trending well. He didn't practice yesterday. Yeah. My number two is going to be the Detroit football line. There we go. Uh, they're catching five and a half, I believe it is. What is it, Todd? What do you say? Yeah. The Detroit Lions are catching five and a half, yes. Five and a half. Um, listen, they're coming off an 18-point win against Arizona. Game before that was sort of the uh, the Minnesota fallout game where they won on a last-second touchdown. It was their first win of the year against Minnesota. They got crushed by Denver in between. But if you throw out that Denver game, which I would like to for the purposes of this discussion, they've last games besides that Denver game, they beat Arizona by 18, they beat the Vikings by two, they lost to the Bears by two, they lost to Cleveland by three, they tied with Pittsburgh. That's the Detroit Lions since October. They've really had one bad outing. One. And they're catching five and a half at Atlanta against the Matty Ices. Jared Goff, by the way, I don't know if you've seen these. Jared Goff is on the COVID list. But I don't know if you've seen the uh, reports from the Lions about Jared Goff, how he's feeling. They have made a point now on multiple occasions to let everybody know. Uh, Jared Goff is feeling perfect. They're sort of like it's their passive-aggressive way of telling the NFL, hey, if you really want to play, if you're really, if you're really serious about asymptomatic players coming back and playing, we just want to let you know Jared Goff is completely asymptomatic. So I think he goes, and I'll take the five and a half on the Detroit Lions. Jeffrey, number three. I'm going to follow Toddy and take the ten and a half with the Washington football team on oh. Sunday night. Uh, look, uh, Washington with Heineke is a playoff, back-end playoff caliber team. Yes. And Dallas. Preach. Look, we, we've, we, you and I have talked about this on a numbers game. Dallas's offense, since Dak Prescott hurt himself in Foxborough, just has not been the same. Yeah, and there's seri- there there is something still going on with that with the, with the calf or the lower leg, or whatever it is with Dak, because that offense just has not been the same since he suffered that injury on the last play of the game in New England. So, uh, look, I, I'll take the ten and a half with Washington. They're still in the race too. I mean, if they get uh, if Minnesota goes down, New Orleans goes down. It will come down to that game in, uh, in Landover next week against Philadelphia again. So I'll take the 10.5 with the uh, Washington football team on Sunday night. Toddy and I, uh, simpatico. Let's go, skitties. Mikey, number one for you. My one was the was the Raiders. No, he already has three. He has, he has three. Vegas, I'm done. You already Eagles, Tennessee over, over. Oh, Tennessee. Okay. Raiders, yeah. and uh, Oh, okay. Oh, I skipped and, and you did not yeah. get it. Okay, Todd, you're number three. Uh, I'm going to go with the over in the uh, Lions-Atlanta Falcons game. I, I think it's over 43. Yeah. Over 43 Lions and um, Atlanta. I just think that uh, the Lions are showing me a little bit more on offense. I'm not impressed with Atlanta's defense at all. I think uh, I think Detroit should be able to get you some points. Over 43 is not a real high number in an NFL game. And Atlanta, uh, sometimes they can score. You know, I mean, last week they should have had a lot more than 13 points against a good San Francisco defense. You know, they scored 29 at Carolina. They scored 21 at Jacksonville, 27 at New Orleans. Sometimes they can get you a lot of points. So uh, I'm going to go over 43 in the uh, Lions Atlanta, maybe get a 24-21 win. And uh, somebody wins 24-21, it goes over 43 for me. Okay. And my number one pick, because remember I've been doing this in reverse order, is any guesses? I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Cincinnati Cincinnati Bengals giving three. Minus three. Yeah, giving three to the Ravens, obviously, they like it better, two and a half. But I like them giving three. There's a couple things here. One, 
I think everybody's feeling real good about Tyler Huntley. I think he's solid. I've even heard Chrissy Andrews was like, oh, Pittsburgh should trade for him. Ooh. All right. I haven't seen enough of Tyler Huntley to be making the proclamations that others have. But, yes, he played a great game against Green Bay. That's one thing. The biggest thing, though, here for me is, is that the Ravens still don't have a secondary. And what do the Bengals have maybe above every team in the league except for maybe a couple? Great trio of wide receivers. And I think Joe Burrow gets the ball to Jamar Chase, pro bowler Jamar Chase, by the way, uh, to uh, Tyler Boyd and uh, to T. Higgins. And I think they absolutely exploit the Ravens' weakness in the secondary. I think this is the Bengals coming out party once and for all. This game is for the lead in the AFC North. I like the Cincinnati Bengals. Matchup. By the way, they whacked them. They whacked them, in the first them earlier. Game. In the big game. upset. Big yeah. upset. That was a game, through. though. Wasn't Harbaugh went for some fourth downs in their own territory and got out of hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah but since yeah. but Cincinnati dominated that game. They, they dominated. Offensively, yeah. they moved the ball up and down. I mean, yeah. Chase, Chase did whatever he wanted in this. Yeah. And uh, one one quick thing on the Bengals here. Uh, Warren Sharp uh, sent this out earlier today, and I thought it was interesting. So the Bengals are coming off playing Denver last week. Yeah, the Denver Broncos. The the last. Since week eight, so the last six opponents that the Broncos have faced have, are averaging 38.5 points a game after playing the Denver Broncos, after going under their team total by an average of 7.5 points in the previous in the, in the game against Denver. So from a betting perspective, a game against the Broncos almost minimizes what the market feels about their opponent in the following week. Correct. Kind of thing. Correct. I like that. Thank you, Warren Sharp. Thank you, Jeff Parlay. Are we already on teasers? Yeah. On teasers. Yeah. Todd Wishnev with the lead. I have the lead in against what, the spread. What, Todd, will you repeat the teaser records? The teaser records are me at nine and six, and you and Gilly both at seven, seven, and one. Oof. All right, which means Todd. By the way, first. how did Derek Stevens do last week in his picks? Do you have a record of that, by the way? Yes, Derek Stevens, uh, he went, he had Detroit with a winner. Nice. He had the Rams minus four and a half. Winner. Nice. Um, and he had Miami minus nine and a half, which two was a which was a loser. Two and, one. and then his his teaser was the uh, L.A. Clippers, uh, Chargers, and the Rams. So he hit. So yeah, so he hit. By the way, I got robbed on my teaser with the Pats plus eight and a half. The game was over. They're just trying to run out the clock, and Jonathan Taylor runs into the house. That was uh, not very fortunate. So as even well. with that loss, even with my gain, I'm I'm still a game and a half behind you in yeah. teasers. Oh, yes. wow. I didn't realize I'd fallen that far behind. All right, Todd, you're yes. first then on the teaser. Uh, I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers minus the one and a half. Uh, I am not a believer in the Cleveland Browns football team. I don't care who's playing quarterback. Give me the Green Bay Packers just to win by one and a half points. And also give me the Bills plus eight and a half. I, exactly I'd be going teaser. against, yes, that's my be going against my uh, beloved Patriots. But I just think that the Bills are good enough to hang in. Remember the game a couple weeks ago when Bill Belichick took us back to 1920s football and ran the ball on every single play yeah. and was able to somehow win. But they did not win by more. They only won by four. And I don't think uh, – I mean, the, the Patriots are not designed to – you know, they're a run team, and the Bills are a good team. The Bills should be able to hold – you know, hang in there. So, point of clarification, are we continuing these records into the postseason or are these regular season tallies? 
Uh, I'm I'm up for whatever you guys want to do. I think we should continue into the postseason. In that case, I have the exact same teaser that Todd does because that is the best teaser on the board. Green Bay uh, on Christmas Day, down through the seven and the three, uh, and then the Buffalo Bills up through the three and the seven. I'm going to take the Packers and the Chiefs. Oh, the, the Chiefs are going to be. What do you have them at ten? Right? Are they at ten right now? Just the Chiefs. That's what it looks I'm, like. What are you right? talking about? 10? I'm saying seven and seven a half. and a half. Yeah. Oh, you see seven and a half. I don't yeah. even see any seven and halves. Yeah. I just see tens and nines and eights. So we're gonna give this, him. This we're gonna is, give him. It's it's amazing. Chiefs minus one and a half. Offshore. Give me two. Give me eight. Make it make it the middle. Offshore. Okay. Chiefs minus two. Yeah. Packers and minus green. One. Okay. Minus offshore. one and a half. I'm looking at half, I'm yeah. looking at one of the big offshores. Yeah. The Minnesota, have... Minnesota Rams game is off the board. Yeah. The Kansas City and Miami games are not even to be found listed. <laughs> They're not even yeah. up here. So what the Kansas City game? Why? Because we still don't know about Travis Kelsey, Kelsey and, and, and Tyreek Hill. Tyreek, yeah. But you're willing to risk. But by all that. means, let's Tom, keep betting these free games. Because, let's keep betting them yeah, free right. games. Because Tomlin can afford to lose now that he's back to 500. You know what I mean? Because he, he will not be less than 500. <laughs> now he can. If he would have lost, I can't go against him. But he can afford to lose a game now that he's won a game. If the Pittsburgh Steelers somehow make the postseason, <laughs> unbelievable! Man, it's incredible. I thought they were dead in the water down 13 to nothing. Against the Titans, I I gave them no shot. I would have made a large I would have made a large money line bet on the Titans had I had I you know been been not sweating. And by the ones. way, Mikey, how did you like the fourth and uh, fourth down spot? Oh, that's the worst the zigzag, worst spot. Worst the spot zigzag <laughs> I mean, give me a break. So how do these guys? It, I mean, this wasn't this wasn't. By the way, I needed them to score because I had a, a a bet on that, but I won't tell you what the bet was. But the point was, I wanted them to score. And fourth down, I'm like, are you kidding me? You're giving – I mean, I'll take the first down. But it was it was so far away. How could you even miss it by that much? Todd, they missed it by a yard and a half. Todd, it was the refs from the Army-Missouri game last night. <laughs> Let me, wait, wait a minute. They, they only needed they nine yards for first downs in the fourth quarter. Why is the clock times. stopping? Are they measuring? He's a yard short. No, the, the, the sticks the, are the, moving. The one, on, the one at the end of the game, the one where Mizzou got the fir, got the fourth got the, the third down conversion was bad. The one yeah. that Army got, Army was legitimately two yards short. It was like, I don't know. I said that he's calling a timeout because I see the clock stop, right? And yeah. I go, he's calling a timeout here. Yeah, no, they're moving the chains. I'm, I'm so glad we brought this up. The, the, one in the, the one in the Pittsburgh game, I, I was on Tennessee, right? So I'm like, oh, my God, he didn't make it. And then the next thing you know, it's like this measurement. And I'm, Oh, no, first of all, Tennessee was trying to rush the play because they're like, oh, my God, I think they might have given us first down. Then the measurement where they put the ball, it was like credit card thin. But they would have cha- they would have challenged it. Right. They would have challenged it. Yeah. It's clearly yard. But but what Jeff is talking about last night, dude, oh my <laughs> God. This 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 game was hilarious. So Mizzou on their final touchdown drive. I literally I had I had Army on the money line, which got there thankfully as the last leg of a parlay. But I had I, Mizzou on the money line. I had so Mizzou's matriculating the ball down the field. They're in the red zone. And I'm like, fuck, I got to stop them. Oh, my God. And then there's a play where I'm like, again, we were talking about walking away from the TV in the Denver-Cincinnati game. It's clearly fourth and one, right? Clearly. Clearly fourth and one. I, you do that thing where you lose your concentration for a moment, and I'm like, okay, fourth and one. And And he even throws an incomplete pass. (laughs) And then I'm like, like, why isn't there any – and he throws a – I'm like, First and t- second and ten. No, I think it was. It was, th- it was I think it was actually third and one. 
It should have been third and fourth. It was fourth and one. No, no, you're right. You're right that the the the. Yeah, no, it was fourth and one, and then next thing I knew on the incomplete pass, I'm like, yeah, second, second and ten. And ten. Right. What? Because right. you know on the bottom of the screen, they put fourth and one after the play. And oh, I didn't see that. But then if you watch, they changed it to first and ten, and then he threw away incomplete, just threw it away so, on first So and that ten. one was bad enough because it was a yard, uh, but the but just talking one. about the, the army, army one. one. <laughs> they, not only, they not only moved the chains, they kept the clock running. So nobody well, no, they, knew. They stopped it no, for they, a second. They stopped it for, for like two seconds. seconds. Oh, they did? Yeah, yeah because I said, why would Monken call a timeout in this yeah. spot? And then they see him moving it. But they, they wound it with like 38. They started was, the game clock dude. again. It's so <laughs> arbitrary in these bowl games. You're oh. betting on this. You're like, yeah, whatever. It's also, Just move them. It's very arbitrary. When you're betting college totals, Gil, and I do this because there's a couple crews in the Big Ten. When they get a first down, they start whining. They don't even have the ball on the hash, right? There's a couple of these guys that are 37 are whining. And others, it goes down to 28 before yes. they start the game clock. I, I noticed there was one arbitrary bowl game a couple days ago where they – I don't think they even stopped it a couple oh, no, times. They just let They're it keep just going. They just let it go. <laughs> it's amazing. By the way, you guys are wrong. It was third and one, as I said. It was. It would have been third and one, not fourth and one, on that play because I knew I was like, oh my god, now it's going to be third and one. And I'm looking at the play by play. It would have been third and one at the Army 17, not fourth and one. But still, the point still stands that it was a ridiculous call. But it would have been I third. I don't think you're correct. No, I think this was yeah. further okay, up the well, field. At, Todd, yeah. this was around midfield. Midfield. No, 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 it wasn't. No, no, it was no, no, down no, at the zone. 17. Gil, by the way, don't you feel fortunate that Missouri stayed in hurry up once they had first and goal with a minute and 20 to go? They kept. They could have. They could have made him use his timeout. But they didn't. What no, would they, I, well, then forget forget it all. I mean, uh, the, uh, Cook legitimately missed the guy who had no one within yeah. 14 miles of him. Oh, on the, the two-point two conversion. Two conversion. Yeah. Yeah. Downing well, was so you know, wide open. You know what I'm really upset about is they didn't spike the ball, according to the color commentary. <laughs> i got to go back and find this game on demand it's, and just listen to it the whole way through. It's phenomenal. It's Shakespeare of bad announcing. What's Parley's? Uh, what's Parley's? Yeah, what's By the way, look my, at the, te my teaser? You, yeah, go ahead, Todd. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know, just uh, you can look at the play-by-play -play and you'll see. That we we will, we will, Todd. You're probably right because you're never my, my, wrong. My, my, never. My, my teaser, my teaser is the same never. as Todd and Gills. I don't know how. I, I with the way the numbers are right now, I don't know. 
how you can't go with uh, with Green Bay in Buffalo. I expect that game in Foxborough to be close, and I expect Green Bay to wax uh, Cleveland, especially if uh, Baker is in there. Um, it was second and six from the Army 23 with 138 left. He passed it for six yards, according to the thing, for Army first down. It really should have been third and one. Right, right, right. But, Todd, what I'm saying is, so follow the play-by-play. So it would have been third and one there, right? Right. And, and then then the... The next play is incomplete to make it second and ten. Oh God! That, I'm okay. telling. So the next play, the next play. No, no. This, but this is what I'm saying. So I didn't explain right. So the next play, when it's an incomplete pass, then I'm thinking it's a fourth and one. But instead, it's right. second and right. ten. That's what That's I'm correct. talking. That's what I'm talking okay. about. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, right. Right. Uh, your teaser is. Uh, same as yours and Todd. Yeah. Same one. The, Packers, uh, Packers, and Bills. Packers, Bills, best teaser in the world. Yeah. What could go wrong? What could it'll, possibly it'll, go it'll wrong? It'll be like they'll be like that Cleveland, that that can't miss Cleveland Raider teaser from a few weeks yes. back, where both sides lost by thirty. <laughs> yes, that's right. By the way, did you guys think? Because Jeff and I disagreed on this. Did you think Belichick should not have kicked the field goal with nine minutes left to cut it to ten? Did you think that that was a terrible move? No, I didn't either. No. I think you could argue it. It's a lot way. of time left. There's a lot of time <laughs> yeah. left. I didn't it's think it was that time bad. The, the big, the big concern in that, and, and it's, it, it ended up happening, even though New England scored quickly after, was my concern was that New England was only going to have time for one possession left because of the way Indianapolis plays offense. That was my, that was my yeah. big concern on that. That's why I would have, would have gone for it. Now, if it was like fourth and twelve, I would say fine, you got to kick it. But it was fourth and six. I just find a lot of this stuff not you necessarily, but I'm just saying a lot of people just think, oh, that's terrible. Not the same situation, but remember, people crucified him for kicking the field goal to go down twenty-eight-six in the Super Bowl. That's too. Remember? Uh, wait, no, didn't they? I thought it was, it was twenty-eight to nine. It was. I thought it was 28 28-3, and he kicked to go to twenty-eight-six. No, 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 no. no, no it was no. a touchdown to go to twenty-eight they, to they, nine. They went for two to make it twenty-eight. 11 and missed the yeah. So he went 28-12. He kicked the field goal. That, that yes. seems okay. more right. like The reason yes. that I know it was right. 9 is because yeah. at the South Point, they had they huge liability on oh. 9 oh. if New England had finished with 9 <laughs> points. Another one of those Zach White deals. Uh, yeah, would have right. been, it would have been six figures yeah. uh, in liability. By the way, so, so by did the you way, have Tampa Bay to score zero points last week? It was plus $12 billion. So, so, so by the way, Todd, you talked about the last play with the Bears game and the overrule change on the field. We had yeah. a guy make a very large wager and laid minus 340 that there would be a score there would not be a scoreless quarter. So we blow it was a huge swing for us by that being a there touchdown. There would not wait there would not be a scoreless Ye quarter? Yes no will there be a scoreless quarter? He said no. The fourth quarter would have been scoreless if they don't score on the last play. Uh, so he laid oh, three so he, he laid 340 for geez, you know mid, mid five figures <laughs> and and gets there with that last touchdown. What game was that? The, the Bears, Bears Vikings. Oh my right. goodness. And by the way a lot of people had the Bears plus uh, plus seven, like myself, yeah. and that's the Minneapolis miracle rule. Yeah. You don't need to you bring don't up need, anybody. If it does not change the result yeah. of the game. Yeah. yeah. Though, when you Google articles from right after that rule change, a lot of people are they like, oh, it's, it. if it's the winning score. So I had to actually look it up in the rules, yeah. and it is any score. Right. It is any score. Um, well, it's happened a number of times now that where they get the touchdown on the last yeah. play and they don't kick. Yep, 100%. All right, we're down to the final two questions. Are we already here? I believe we are. Yeah, we are. All right, uh, final uh, two questions, the first of which is, which of the big favorites is the most likely to lose outright? Outright in this. Uh, let me get back to the board. By the way, you know, Chris Andrews, it's as if he's listening in to the Megapod because I just mentioned how there's a prominent offshore that has three games off the board. He just texted me randomly to tell me that the other prominent offshore, Pinnacle, has nine games currently off the board. So Pinnacle, the arbiter of uh, 
beating closing line value, has nine NFL games off the board as we do this Thursday morning. Interesting. Interesting. Let me ask you, how many are they going to have off the board uh, at about 145 on Sunday? No, but you understand the point. Oh, no, you understand my point. We can bet all these games after the game started, and we see who's playing, we see who's doing what. You might as well just wait, folks. I know you want to go to the picnic. I know you want to go to the barbecue and get your bets in. You don't need to go to the damn barbecue. Todd Wishnev, everybody. A lot of Christmas barbecues. <laughs> a lot of picnic. A lot yeah. of picnics on Christmas. Yeah, it's a big thing. Okay, whatever. You get my point. Exactly. It's big on Christmas, Mikey. Your, Mikey. Mikey, go pick up Todd. your son some other time. What's it's one forty-five on what's, Sunday. What's that Jewish holiday with the cheesecake? <laughs> Todd. 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 Let the Gentiles. The Gentiles love barbecuing on Christmas Day. We love Day. it. We love they it. really do. Okay, it's not, but but we you get it. my point. These people. They, they, they insist we, they we have to bet point. the game. We got, let's, we got let's, your point, Tom. Let's slaughter one of the oxen. Fire up the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here here are the big favorites. Who's the most likely to lose out? Christmas barbecue is a big deal, isn't it, out in the backyard? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that's 4th of July. Yeah, as long as the manger doesn't catch fire. <laughs> Tampa Bay. What do they do on Christmas? Wait, let me ask Mikey. Uh, What's the big deal on Christmas? Is it a big Christmas dinner, Christmas Day, lunch? Well, for, what do you do? For a lot of families, it's going to mass at midnight on Christmas Eve. Is it do you do that? Yeah, we always do. We always go at midnight. Mid even now? Yeah. Yes. Okay. If, if Jeff okay, Schwartz, then what if Jeff Schwartz were here, he would have lost his mind right now. No, only, That's all right. well, only if there God. were questions about diet and calories. <laughs> I'm convinced. I like to know what Mikey's doing on Christmas. So he goes midnight mass, then yeah. you wake up late because you're up so late, right? Yeah, wake up late and open the presents and then go to the grandparents' house in the afternoon. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. And it's a big meal. There's a big meal on th in There's the a, afternoon. The big meal at the grandparents' house. The what do you guys have? Latkes? What do you have? Cook, on cooks a, no, no. The Filipino food. Is it turkey? Filipino food. Oh, what is Filipino Christmas? Is it not turkey and stuff, or what is it? No, it's their own food. This is it's not that they change. It's not. I mean, it's lumpia and you lumpia, know, all this stuff. Oh, lumpia! Yeah, yeah. yeah. lumpia's yeah. big. I had lumpia yeah. plus two ninety. Pancit, pancit. You know the the noodles and all this. Yeah. You know what I'll be eating? Oh. I'll be eating uh, Chinese food on Christmas for you sure. Will be. For shizzle. Yeah, it's the Christmas story. Yes, man. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, Tampa Bay. Which of these are most likely to lose outright? Tampa yeah. Bay, uh, ten point favorites on the road against Carolina, Philly. Nine and a half or ten point favorites at home against the Giants. Chargers, ten points on the road against Houston. Uh, banga, banga, banga. Should I keep Seattle no, in there? No, don't. Everybody no. will say Seattle. All right, I'll take Kansas City, though. Yeah. Seven and a half yeah. point favorites at home against Pittsburgh. And Dallas, ten and a half, ten point favorites at home against the Washington football teamers. Who's the most likely to lose outright? Todd. Uh, I'll take, uh, Dad. I guess I'll take Wolf D to beat the Cowboys. Cowboys. Jeff. Kansas City. Kansas City. I love it. No way are the Stillers beating the Kansas City. Ta, 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 Look, ta, 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 I love ta, the Pittsburgh Stillers. I love the Pittsburgh Stillers. I'll be the first person to tell you, have some pierogies, have a permanis, whatever you want to have, but we're not going to go dine air. We can't go down to Kansas Donner. City and think we're going to come out with a W. Donner. We can't do it. We just don't have enough <laughs> on the offensive side of the ball. Thank you. Todd, I will, I will say this. The Steelers have reached the point where they are so horrible that they are still that, – that, you know the, the old saying, it's so bad it's good? Yeah. That's kind of where we're at with the Steelers, where they're so terrible, and they're still going to probably find a way to have a chance to win the division week 18. Mikey? 
Because we're um, a great organization. This, I don't know that any of them are losing or think that any of them are, but I'd have to go the one with the co coaching mismatch. I'll take uh, the Texans to beat the Chargers. <laughs> oh, God. As soon as you said it, <laughs> I knew that's where you were going. You knew the setup. You knew oh, the setup. God. <laughs> Can't wait when he wins coach of the year. No. Uh, what uh, year? Give us a year. Not this year. No, not this year. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with my buddy Jeff Parlay, and I'm going with the Kansas City Omaha uh, Chiefs. You're just pulling against my no. uh, teaser. That's no. you're worried about the second Yen's, place. Here, here's Yen's the, is here's crazy. the thing about the Steelers. Here's the thing about the Steelers. They have on defense like four legitimate awesome players. Bush is on uh, COVID though. But like Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt, of course, Joe Hayden. They have players on defense that could mess with a especially if either Kelsey or Hill can't go. Uh, and I don't know how Pittsburgh's scoring. That's another story. But I think that's the most likely to lose outright because I think there's a scenario. And then the final question, oh, boy, with all these uh, COVID things, who knows right here. But you have to make a play in every single game, but you're allowed one free pass. Jeffrey, what's the game you want no part of? The Jacksonville Jaguars at my New York Jets. <laughs> I, I, I second that. I'm going Denver, Oakland. Yeah. I don't want any part of that. Or Denver, uh, Las Vegas, yeah. pardon me. Don't I would not want to bet the uh, Miami Dolphins against the Ian Book led New Orleans Saints. You're starting to see some picks reposted, Todd. You still wouldn't consider Miami, even, even at a coin flip against Ian Book? Well, I mean, the the Saints won a game without a quarterback last week, so why can't they do it again? I don't know. I don't, I don't like that game. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. That's a Miami game. Dolphins is not a game I want. That mess total with. might go down to 35. I'm just Possible. telling you. It's. We had this. We had this discussion on a numbers game, dude. Tua, I say conservatively, he's a top half NFL quarterback, probably 13th or 14th even, if you rank all the quarterbacks in the league. You say what? I don't know. I think, Gil, you know, I, I, I think that once you get, like, past 8, 9, that, from, from 10 to 24 is, like... That's that's what makes my right? statement it's, correct. Yeah. If you, you go, if you you go through that. every single team, I defy you to find 15 quarterbacks <laughs> better than Tua Tagovailoa. Plus, Tua, for the second straight year... So last year, he had the smallest separation between his receivers and the defenders. So he had to throw it into the smallest windows of any quarterback in the NFL. This year, same thing if you take Waddle out... And you could talk about all his other receivers, 2.2 yards of separation. The guy has no help whatsoever. And by the way, Miami is still obsessed with Deshaun Watson. So after this season, I wouldn't be surprised if they pick up Deshaun Watson. I would happily take Tua in the Burgundy and Gold. Give him Where to did me. you get that stat about the about the thing and who who's the quarterback who has the most uh, that I room do not to know. throw? To? That I do not know. Where did you get the stat though? Uh, a little birdie. Told Where me. did you? Little birdie told me. No, because I'd love to. I'd love Dr. to see their stats. Doctor Eric. Doctor Eric has those stats. Uh, I think Doctor Eric told me. Yes. Yeah, I, I was guessing. That's just a guess. I don't. I don't know that it was Doctor yeah. Eric, but I think that's where it came from. Right. Because it's yeah. a huge. It's a huge thing that that whole who who has room to throw to. That's right. If you watch these games, uh, you know, it, it's a gigantic thing, and people think they can, you know, they can rank the quarterback Correct. solely just on. You can't. It, uh, so much of it is who you're throwing to, and who if they're open, if they're not open, and all that stuff. Another example of how the human eye doesn't process that but guess what does analytics oh and also gil i mean math how about math? The, te the telltale sign of all with this tom brady who legitimately was going to waltz to another mvp award yeah all of his guys get hurt no one can get open against new orleans and now we're 
it's Tom Brady's the second favorite after looking like he's going to waltz to winning another MVP. Wait, can I say that MVP should be abolished? In the National Football League, it is a pure team game. The the MVP, I know VEASAN loves to talk about MVPs all day long. (laughs) I know that if I I listen to a numbers game, we're going to have the MVP in the G League discussion uh, uh, of the the NBA. I'm the least guilty of that. Of I'm anybody. not talking Todd, about Todd, you. We've I talked about Beeson. it, we've talked about it maybe Beeson. for five minutes a week. You just, said, you just said a numbers Beeson. game. You just said a numbers okay, game. Okay. okay, I'm sorry. I take it back. I take it back. Not a numbers game, but I hear this endless talk of MVPs and, and everything. Okay, fine. Maybe people like it. That's fine. But in the National Football League, for God's sakes, it's a team game. It is not a a, a, a game where that leads itself to MVP. Yes, but and people it, are it's trying ridiculous. to bet and win money, though. That's all. No, I understand. I have no problem with that. Gil, because of the swift dispensation of all the necessary things in this show, and we finished a few minutes early, do we have time for a Christmas message? Yes, Michael Palmer with his (laughs) annual Christmas. Why is he laughing? I'm assuming that we have. I'm laughing because because you can't just be Christmas like one day of the year. But go ahead. (laughs) You loved my Christmases for more than Christians two years ago in the holiday (laughs) reflection, and I believe our audience is ecumenical, right? There's there's a wide variety of, of creeds if that you are go listening. one in 364 that's a problem but yeah. go ahead we are now just a few days from christmas and many of us are preparing to celebrate that birth of birth that happened over 2,000 years ago in an occupied middle eastern country ideally the birth of any child is a product or manifestation of love a baby should be loved into life irrespective of the parents or circumstances birth is full of wonder People can easily become captivated, staring into the face of the newborn. Such joy, such a miracle. But preparing for Christmas can be overwhelming. The decorating, card sending, Christmas plays and office parties, the ordering and shipping and shopping. Add to that the problems we face as a society. Rampant inflation, supply chain shortages, stock market gyrations, new vaccine mandates, water shortages, riots, arson, mass shootings, smash and grab robberies and political dissent. And now a new rapidly spreading strain of the virus. How do we keep ourselves safe? How do we keep our children safe? And for many of us, the most important question, how do we keep our elderly parents safe? That sense of being overwhelmed can easily turn into a sense of desperation or even defeat. So let's not forget the words of Luke. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Do not be afraid. This isn't the first time we've heard this message. These words were spoken to Zechariah, to Joseph, to Mary, and to the shepherds. They were even spoken by the Lord himself to the first witnesses of the resurrection. These are the words which signify God's deepest message of love and care toward us. Rather than wringing our hands over the worrisome state of our nation and world, we should celebrate instead. A tiny baby, wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a Bethlehem manger, continues to overcome hate with love, evil with sacrifice, and wrong with right. From our families, Dr. Gil Alexander, Todd Wishniff, myself, our guest Jeff Parles, we wish you and yours a very blessed and joyful Christmas. One of the most glorious messes in the world is the mess created in the living room on Christmas Day. Don't clean it up too quickly. Michael Palm, everybody. Very nice. And that's the way to end it on this Megapod. 
week 16 of the National Football League. Good luck with all your bets. I'm sorry. I just have to end oh, that with, uh, with the ice. Can you do happen. the ice pond? Can you do the ice pond one, Mikey? That's my favorite line from Mikey. About, we, uh, I grew up, we grew up, we grew, we grew up Catholics. We were just skeptical Catholics. We believed Jesus, we believed Jesus walked on water. We just thought it was probably in the wintertime. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, my notes would be, I like the last line where you say, don't clean it up too quickly. Yeah. I could have done without the Christ the Lord part. We all believe differently. Yeah. Todd and I winced a little bit on that. He didn't wince. He, well, look it, at how he it, was it, sitting back in the chair enjoying it. I no, know. I just find, I find, <laughs> no. I find the whole thing hysterical because we're all going to act Christ-like on one day of the year. And 364 days a year, we're going to act the way the normal thing is. But whatever. All you know, right. It's all good. Well, I think it's a lovely in spirit, it's a lovely message. Thank you, Thank Mike. Thank you, Gil. Thank Mike you. Palm, known for many things, including his yearly Christmas message. Good luck Perfect. with all your bets. And we by the way, virginal oh, birth to all of you. Come <laughs> on! Can I end it? Yes, end it. Good luck with all your bets. Week 16 of the NFL. Happy holidays, everybody. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 